Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello everyone. So this episode will be covering Married at First Sight um, since The Bachelor has just ended. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, I mean, we can all agree that this Bachelor season was quite um, a train wreck. Um, so <laughs> very grateful that that's over with. And while I've got, while I've got our attention on The Bachelor, <laughs> I was just perusing Instagram the other day and you know was on Matt James's Instagram and as I told Jade earlier what were you I, doing there how did you I, end up I I something t- just told me to reach out you okay. know it, it, mm. I, it just I just felt called to his page wow. um and I had seen some tweets earlier in the week and they were very cryptic and I was like Matt what are we saying here so I went mm-hmm. to his Instagram and he had a little story up about him and some little white boy and it was very sweet but not his roommate just some random white kid no uh, (laughs) who's this little white boy you're talking about (laughs) oh my god Uh, it was it was a child (laughs) like a oh a real little little white boy (laughs) yes okay i thought you were shaded with like some little white boy i was like damn you didn't name him (laughs) i meant a literal white child Okay, tell us more. Um, and so I was I was fixated because, first of all, he still has that beard. So, you know, there's that. But secondly, he had on this really nice shirt. Um, and it's by the company R- RVCA. Um, okay. it, I think it's like a, maybe a skateboard company or I don't know. I believe so. Uh, but the shirt says, destroy racism. Racist people are not my type of people. Hmm. And it comes in black, white, purple, and yellow. And I was just like, this is very interesting, Matt. Like, the shirt you're wearing. And, like, I, I, and now I'm like, I've been influenced. So I'm actually, I, I will be purchasing a shirt tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So if anyone wants, to, wants you know, any, like, anti-racism um, shirts, because I actually am, like, kind of collecting a couple. I have mm. a sweatshirt of Black Lives Matter. Um that I got from this one website. So I am kind of, you know, collecting those things. And so if anyone's interested, it's on the RVCA website. And if you go there, you know, Matt sent you there by way of me. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Jay, do you have any Bachelor news? Anybody you've been eyeing in the Instagram streets? Um, no, just mostly watching Mike Johnson and all of his uh, gallivanting around the streets. Uh, he posted some pictures at Joshua Tree recently and done some stuff. Ar- he's done some stuff around Austin, just like at the gym and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he he seems wholesome, you know, just just pure. Mm-hmm. Um, he's too good for the bachelor streets. Yeah, he's like pure in a way I can appreciate where it just seems like he's not. Ooh. He made me think of uh, Derek Jackson. If y'all haven't so caught up on the Lord. Derek, when I said pure, when I said pure, the, I was like, ooh, that's the exact opposite of that. If y'all haven't caught up on the Derek Jackson saga, um, search mm-hmm. that. Figure out what the hell is happening. I'm still not 100% sure. It sounds messy. I mean, it Anyways. sounds like some typical um, 
F-boy shenanigans, right? Yeah, I get the feeling that people thought he was wholesome <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> by the by, the responses to everything coming out, I get the feeling that people thought he was wholesome. Between him and Kevin Samuels, I don't really know what's going on in the world. I don't know why people, like, these people craft and brand themselves a specific way, like, on social media. So I don't know. We don't know any of these people. I'm, I'm very new. People are currently putting me on to some of this drama that because i've been like on plant instagram a lot like just like <laughs> looking at plants and different things yeah, just plants. vibes and i haven't been keeping up with like just trash drama so much <laughs> but i did take some time out of my schedule this week to go back and watch rachel eat the earth i thought that was hilarious i shared oh, some rachel. clips of that out <laughs> um just because it's still really funny i think i was watching what was I watching? I was watching The Challenge, if you guys watched that on MTV. Ooh. And um, they did skydiving, and I thought about Rachel eating the earth. <laughs> but everybody landed safely. It was not the same. Um, yeah. But it just I reminded me of that. I think Rachel has recovered. She's got, like, almost 700,000 followers on Instagram. I'm like, you people For are what? gross. I don't know. I guess the racist people want to see her do things, I guess. I don't know. Sure. <sighs> okay. All right. Sure. Sure. I don't have so. any Bachelor news aside from from in, from that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, before we jump into Married at First Sight, I, I did a little perusing the um, the internet Ooh. because I, I wanted to get some, some information about our sister Paige. Okay. You know, once Your I sister Paige. Yes. Once I found out that she was a sister of mine, a sister <laughs> and, um, I became very concerned. For okay. well-being, and did I, you I find did, out where she pledged and all that I good did. stuff? I did. Perfect. Um, so I found out some information. So she went to like a boarding day school um, in what? Georgia. Uh, I'm not gonna say it just because I don't know, but I mean the information is out there for you to see. Is that like a undergraduate level thing, or is that like a high school thing? It was a high school, but it was like super fancy. Um, oh, that kind like, of explains a lot of her demeanor, I think, maybe. Yes, like it was like super fancy, super bougie. She graduated in 2012 from high school, and then oh. she went to Syracuse. <laughs> okay. So she went to Syracuse in 2016? She, that's, in 2016, she graduated from Syracuse. Oh, okay. So that I'm assuming sense. that's where she crossed, because I saw her with a picture of her in her, um, her line jacket, and it said 2014. So okay. I'm, assuming, I'm, I'm just going to assume she crossed the Syracuse. Um, what do we know about Syracuse? Is that like a legit institution? Um, yes. Syracuse okay. is definitely. Uh, it's in New York. Okay. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. But I do think Syracuse, I think it's like pr pretty like, I mean, it's not Ivy League, but it's like highly, um, I think highly regarded. Yes. I was more so interested in her pledging process, how intense that was. But yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I speak on that um, okay so <laughs> if she, we can we can wonder yeah i don't know i don't know anything about it so then she graduated and got her master's in accounting from georgia state university go bulldogs is that them or i think georgia that's the Tech? university of georgia Shit. <laughs> <laughs> i believe i just um, want to be cool <laughs> so the, so, the, so that's that um i just was i just was really interested because i'm like Paige, like what's happening here like where's your support mm. system where's your family where are your line sisters like or are they just like you just out here looking crazy we don't know how to help you um is she not connected to the chapters in georgia she should be i feel like if you're in atlanta there's no way there aren't any uh, sores I mean, there. They probably are, but I mean, she would have to join like a chapter, and like she seems like, 
I, I don't know. Like, I don't know this girl. So I'm, I'm not sure where, you know, what she's thinking. I mean, she's technically She's from, not sure what she's thinking. Yeah. I mean, she's obviously like, you know, I don't know. We're, I don't know if we're, if we're operating with a full deck here. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's unfair. She has already played a lot of cards. She has put her, all of her hearts out there. She is out of spades. She is stuck with like clubs. Oh, I just, <laughs> just don't know what clubs happening. and diamonds trying to trying to make it. So if anyone has boots on the ground in Atlanta um, and is familiar with our sister, and, uh, just just let us know because like we yeah. we just want to help. You know. Yeah, I guess one thing I was thinking is like maybe she's in like the quarantine bubble because I know we talked last time about Haley wanted to stay over said she might stay over with Paige but it seems like if Paige is in the mutual apartment all by herself like why does she call any of her girls over and like have some wine and talk shit about Chris like that's probably what I would do in that situation well and she could be doing that but production's only going to show us what they want to show us that's true they don't think you want to see her talking shit about Chris I think that would be great TV um, so do I, but I mean, who knows what those producers are thinking? Like, I don't <sighs> know. Again, lots of parties not playing with full deck cards here. <laughs> so I just, you know, that being said, let's just jump right into it. Let's just jump right into this. Let's recap. get into it. We started. We are going. Starting going. We are going to begin with episode eleven. <laughs> this is titled "The Month Anniversary." So we've officially made it twenty-nine days of looking at each other. Most of us have looked at each other every day. Some of us have skipped a ton of days looking at you, Chris and Paige. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Do you want to get into They're just like going through morning routines. And then we actually start, start with Clara and Ryan. Yeah. So Clara and Ryan, um, their scene is in his like backyard slash deck area. Mm -hmm. um, he's decided to do a little bit of renovations. And um, Clara says she wants to put some lights out there and the projector and Ryan says that it's cool to, you know, be kind of like renovating his house with someone else. Um, mm -hmm. I noticed that his beard is not connecting in this scene, and it's just not a great look for me. Personally. Ryan oftentimes looks like a three-year-old from the 90s. And like, even in his talking head, I'm like, what are you it's, wearing? He looks like, you know, just like a 90s kid. Just like, I don't know. It's, it's a little outdated, I think, just the style. It's not, um, doesn't look, look like someone's husband per se. Definitely looks like a single man, I think, but. I don't know what he looks like. He's, he's trying, I guess. So ultimately. What? I don't, what is he trying? <laughs> trying, trying to keep his, <laughs> trying to keep his sexuality to himself. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, yeah, he's just trying to, you know. <laughs> Keep it all under wraps. Anyway, so Clara, Clara's moving into Ryan's house. She's bringing stuff over. Oh, and I'm sorry. I was oh. shocked. Were you shocked by this? I I was a bit shocked. I don't really remember Clara's house, but I remember it being organized. I I, I feel like I was shocked because I didn't hear any conversation about like her going over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. It's not a yeah, I knew something was up when she opened a cabinet and, like, the shelf was aligned. I was like, when did that happen? Because I thought, like, he just had, like, stuff thrown in cabinets. Like, anything behind a closed door was, like, messy. Mm -hmm. So she's organizing drawers and closets. She basically wants to overhaul his whole house. She's like, we're not keeping this. We could keep the lazy boy, and that's it. 
And he seems a bit reluctant because, of course, these are his things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she probably definitely has the better taste in, you know, home decor than mm-hmm. what he was dealing with before. So, yeah, that's thrilling. As thrilling as that scene gets. Anything else you can think of? That was pretty much it. One thing I do want to bring up is Clara's demeanor um, throughout this episode was calling attention to me or calling mm. my attention to her, I guess is the way you would phrase that. Tell me more. It's kind of like she, I guess it's the faces she makes. She has a very expressive face and you can tell like when she shut down and like when something bothers her and it just looks like she's irritated ongoingly by Ryan, but she doesn't say it. Like she doesn't want to be off putting to him, but she looks frustrated with him in each scene they go into she does this thing like where she looks down she like bites her lip it's it's distracting for me um because i feel like she's shrinking herself with him each time mm-hmm. like she's yeah. almost scared to be her wild and crazy self i ugh, this they're tough for me i feel like with yeah. Clara, i i did i did notice that like she was like Every, every time I just wanted to be like, fix your face, Clara. Like, it was just very expressive. Um, and, and honestly, he does the same thing. Like, his face Goodness. is like, he just be looking so aloof. And I'm just like, what is happening? Um, so I don't know. I think he's truly, like, blank in the mind, though, when that happens. Like, to me, it looks like he's like, I don't know what to do. And with her, she looks like, I shouldn't say this because he told me I need to speak before I, I need to think before I speak. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. There's a lot of vibes with them in this episode. Anyways, we cut to Paige and Chris. This is, I think, maybe the first time we see them, like, real early on in an episode. Mm -hmm. So they're at a gym for a basketball date that I guess Chris alluded to last episode. He's Mm -hmm. at the court, and then Paige shows up with... I don't know. She's in like a crop top and some leggings and a sport. I think it was a sports bra. Oh, that's true. A sports bra with her jacket around her waist. Um, and there's another side hug, you know, another yes. like, Hey pal, what's, what's going on with you? Um, <laughs> and they, they're doing like this weird love and basketball, like montage where both of like, as this scene is happening, you see both of them talking and talking independently, like in the talking heads. He's saying, I'm not going to give up on this marriage because I made a vow to Paige and God, which is the first time we've heard him say this. Mm-hmm. Um, she's talking about her ever optimism, you know, that she's experiencing. And I guess they decide to play to five. He wins. He asks her about her long-term goals. He says, I asked you about it the other day and you didn't really know. Um, and she's like, well, what are yours? Like, what are your long-term goals? He, his response is interesting. Did you catch any of it? Oh, God. He says that he wants to have four to five businesses that generate a million dollars a piece. Uh-huh. He wants kids with an S. Mm-hmm. Kids, kids. has an S. So, <laughs> And he wants to be happy. Uh-huh. Chris is another one with an expressive face sometimes. Like, when he does this little smirky thing that's very, like, Stevie J-ish, that annoys the hell out of me. Because um, he always does that page, and she just seems to melt every time he looks at her. <laughs> every time he looks at her and shows Maybe her any tension. Maybe she's seeing something that we're 
because like I, I I just don't know which what is there to melt about like this man's not <laughs> remotely attract I mean like what, like, what um so yeah so he tells her you know th- those are things that he wants you know you know money power glory I don't know um Paige says that that it's weird <clears throat> because she doesn't really know like what normalcy looks like for them. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that normal to him is him being himself. Apparently, he says that he can come off as the life of the party, but he classifies himself as, as an introvert. Um, mm. I've never seen him being the life of the party, so I'm just going to take his word for it. Um, but he claims that he's not standoffish. You know, he's not like an asshole. He just likes to spend time with himself. What do you think he- about that? I mean, I think we already have established that Chris is full of shit, but (laughs) we'll just, you know, we'll just go with the question since you asked it. Um, And since Chris wanted to bring that up, uh, introvert, maybe. I think he just doesn't like any kind of criticism and that's why he kind of goes into the background a lot or like distances himself from people because he doesn't want to open open himself up for criticism. And thinking about the interactions that we've seen him in, these are social situations and He's never really comfortable in social situations, but he also like draws attention to himself at times, which I just, I don't know. I don't know what, look, no, (laughs) just no. Like anytime he talks, I don't, I just don't feel like he's, he's very honest. And I can't even think of how Paige would think that he's honest. And as the scene progresses, you see her like, buying into all the bullshit like Mm -hmm. she she is a person that wants to be sold a dream and he is selling dreams and that's you know point blank period what this is yeah i mean literally it's unfortunate later in the later in the scene um you know they keep talking having these ridiculous conversations because you know we don't know if he's being (laughs) honest or not um he says that he got engaged when he was 20 Oh, yeah, because um, she brings up that she didn't know he was engaged twice. He looks like you're not supposed to know that information. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so he looks kind of taken aback and he's like, yeah, you know, I wasn't really ready from a mature standpoint. You know, we both mutually walked away from the relationship. Then we got back together. And then she walked back away um, because mm-hmm. he wasn't financially stable. And this was when he, he said he was like 20 when this happened. Like he mm-hmm. just turned 18 and got into a relationship and decided he wanted to be married. So that kind of tells you how he thinks already. Mm-hmm. So then she says that, you know, she makes some little quip about how they're a caterpillar and they haven't got out of the cocoon. I don't I think she's know. saying Chris is a caterpillar and she's learning more about him. We're just learning each other all over. Like we're still strangers yeah. and we're learning each other. She she's trying to, she's really trying to romanticize this. Yes. And it's just not. And she kept saying, like, I appreciate us hanging out. I like spending time with him. I'm like, you like spending time with him? What is, what? I mean, he is her husband. So let's just. <laughs> but no, I think she's always trying to, like, find a romantic angle in every interaction with him of, like, where, like, she's trying to get a glimpse of this godly husband that she signed up for. And I don't know. <laughs> Is she seeing or she just thinks she will see it? So, well, I was noticing the body language when they were playing, you know, these, this basketball game. Um, (laughs) And she was like those free throws or like her just putting the bar ball in the air. Like it was so aggressive. Like she was just throwing it. Like she wasn't even like, 
I don't even think she was hearing him because he was like, you know, just go softer. Like, don't just, you know, chug it up there. And she was literally just like launching it. Um, I mean, she did say that. Oh, my voice. (coughs) She did say that she didn't know how to play basketball, which I don't know how. Um, If you (laughs) I don't know how anyone would just at their age be so raw in basketball um i feel like most people have like touched a basketball been at a basketball court maybe shot a basket maybe didn't make it but like you know have gotten familiar with like the weight of the basketball and the Mm. dynamics not necessarily professional but just like a little more (laughs) i mean a little more comfortable like give me something because the way she like and then i saw her face when she was doing it and i was like are you angry (laughs) really strange basketball can be really intimidating because i think he told her he likes to play basketball a lot from what i understand yeah, right and from what i saw i was like okay well he can actually like you know he can throw the ball around you know so he's not mm-hmm. you know, awful um so yeah i don't know like it was it was it was a t- it was a tough scene to watch yeah they basically end with them smiling at each other again <laughs> just looking stupid that they do this every single time where it's just like this awkward looking at each other like goofy ass smile kool-aid smile it's oh uh, we go from them we transition to a double date with claire and ryan and virginia and eric which this is already i think just this a lot of this show is awkward this episode yes. because claire and ryan are on a completely different page than virginia and eric um well and honestly virginia and eric are on a completely different page than virginia and eric so <laughs> makes sense <laughs> to me yeah it's 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 yeah i don't even know the way the, the con- you can recap the conversations yeah i was I mean, like i don't know what's happening and here. i have very minimal notes because i was just like <laughs> the fuck are y'all talking about um so virginia is you know basically saying that she's excited that they're going on a little double date with ryan and clara she claims that eric and ryan are very similar i thought that was very funny um ryan says that he's starting to feel married and he spouts some language about i don't know marriage and moving in a in a pace and it's like i can ryan never i i don't know who he is like when he speaks and when he talks about himself it's never like specific it's all very general so i can never tell like if he is truly excited about being married or if he even really like likes clara and like what he likes about her he never like gets into those specifics when he talks. It's always very like general. Yeah. Um, so he's not that. very, um, yeah, I would agree. He's not very emotionally expressive. He's not even like, I love your sense of humor. I think you're hella right. funny. I think you look cute when you're asleep. Like he's not giving her like Nothing. any feedback to work with. Usually like, you know, you go on a first date with somebody and y'all are vibing and feeling each other. You can quickly identify like, Oh, this is what I like about you. Like, I like your smile. I like, you know, what kind of clothes you wear. Anything. Anything. But, Tamara, you're making a good point that we never hear Ryan identify anything specifically about Claire and specifically about himself. Like, we never see him, like, truly enjoying. He always looks, like, on guard. Oh, my goodness. Not her. What is she doing? (laughs) What is she doing? It's my dog in the background, guys. You can, I know you can hear it, but it's not going to be super loud. 
Um, so yeah, so I just noticed that, like, just the way he answers questions, it's always just just round it's and scripted. around. Scripted. He could go. be the Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, that would be. He could be the Bachelor. Yeah. Wow, it's pretty sad. So, um, Virginia says that they told each other that they loved them. Clara seemed, I don't know. Clara upset. looks sick. Yeah, she, <laughs> she looked happy like about she it, could vomit. She looked miserable. Um, Ryan again tells us he's never said it, and we find out that his longest relationship was two years. He said just under two years. Didn't hit the two-year mark. Oh, just under two years. Okay, and he never <clears> said it. And so I, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I'm wondering what you're doing with somebody for that long of time if you're not in love. like I'm Just hanging out, you know, just cut, taking things as they go, you know, normal, normal. I guess, um, like, when you're laying that foundation, that can take a while. But. <laughs> or, you know, what do you say about sex? Normal, you know, um, medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so Claire mentioned she has, like, friendship companion love for Ryan and I think the only reason she's not in love is because he's not giving her anything to work with like any kind of I like you and I think these traits are wonderful so after a month you think she like what about him is she in love with that's the thing like generally she's in love after two weeks she says like she can fall in love fast but when you're not getting anything from anyone it's like pulling teeth I could see where you'd be like mm. Mm-hmm. well we're friends well please. and i guess i think that's why i'm having a trouble understanding her point of view because i'm like mm. why are you in love in two weeks like do you know what love what what does love mean to you like yeah. what are you feeling you know connection wise with that person and if so why can't you do the same thing with sex and intimacy i think for her she equates love to like infatuation and ryan is not an infatuated type of person that that bug does not bite him where he's like yeah. head over heels for somebody quickly um and her infatuation probably goes toward love i guess once there's like a sexual element then she considers herself in love but we don't even know if she really has an idea of you know love what it right. actually is or what it would mean to her I don't think she does. Like, I, I really think that, like, she's asking, like, I feel like she's asking a lot out of Ryan, and I don't think she is self-aware enough to, like, look into herself and say, okay, well, maybe I need to work on some things as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it was ridiculous. So, that's all I got from that whole interaction was... That's good for me. Yep. Okay. That's, so then we, that's... So, then we move forward with another group outing with Bree, Haley, and Paige. Yep. Brie has new braids. Yes. That's nice. See, Brie stays with a look, and I appreciate <laughs> it because others are not giving us anything. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Brie's ready. You know, she's she's put herself together and is ready for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that, uh, well, this part caught me off guard. She says that her and Vincent are literally the same person. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, what? Too. I was like, what? She must see something I don't. I don't know. I think they both have the same willingness to be in a relationship, but I think... Yeah, and they said they're both goofy, and I was like, okay, but is that (laughs) it? Is that what a person makes? Twinsies. No, it was weird. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. But then she says that he's all in, and she's more hesitant. So then I'm like, so then Mm -hmm. you're not the same person. Unfortunately, it's a no. (laughs) You can't be. You just can't be the same person. Yeah, she says she's hesitant. This whole scene gets awkward as well. They're like 
It's set up like Paige is at the end of the table, then Haley's in between Paige and Brianna. And they're like at some restaurant getting food, but like the conversation is not flowing between no. the three of them. It's like each person take a turn. I don't know if this is production orchestrating the conversation, mm-hmm. but it's like each person take a turn and update. Um, and that's what's making it so awkward. So Haley updates and says that they slept in the same bed, <clears throat> which is progress for her and Jacob. You know, oh, day 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 thirty, and you know, just not yeah. in the same bed. They slept in the same bed following Dr. Viviana's orders. I'm pretty certain Haley had like a border down the middle, just so Jacob wouldn't like accidentally cuddle her in the middle of the night or anything <laughs> like that. Um, she mentions like feeling kind of inspired by Brianna and Vincent's relationship and says they want to have a relationship like that. And I was like, why would you want to have a relationship like that? I mean, we can't all be the same person, guys. We just can't. We have to be different and embrace our own relationships. And so, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's weird. Haley says there's nothing romantic going on with her and Jacob. No romantic tinglings or feelings. She doesn't really get the dry humor that he's doing because he doesn't say it's a joke, which is the whole point of dry humor. Um, yeah, so and she says that she says that his idea of humor is making people is cracking a joke, and then making people feel uncomfortable when they don't know it's a joke. And I was like, Haley, is that true? Like, um, kind of rude. I was like, or maybe you just don't understand his humor, and that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there is a certain way of humor that's kind of like what she's describing, but I think she's feeling more uncomfortable, particularly because it's him. I feel like if there was another person doing the same kind of, like, dry, sarcastic humor, she would be like, ha, 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 ha. But because it's him and she's so resistant to him, I think she's like, that's not even funny or that's not a joke. Like, I don't know to laugh. And I feel like she's just being very nitpicky just because it's him specifically. That's true. Um... And who do we go to next? Paige? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Paige is updating and tells them, Chris bought Mercedes a car um, for the baby. And Haley's like, well, why would the car make her want to drive down? Like, what's that going to do? Which I was like, that's a good question, Haley. I'm glad somebody asked. <laughs> um, sorry, I just read ahead of my notes about Paige's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, it's, it's pretty much all the same. <laughs> like, it's, it's fine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Paige says it's unsettling. She tells them they had Bible study. And then <laughs> she goes to a talking head. A talking head. And she's... <laughs> she had... <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> ah, and this scene, Paige goes to this talking head. <laughs> talking head. And she's wearing a wig. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed it. Wait, wig... what? <laughs> Wait. <sighs> Wait. Huh? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. It's so it in the middle of this conversation. It wasn't the faux locks? No. <laughs> nope. It was a wig she has on. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, as soon as we get off, I'm going to have to go back and look at this. this You're going to have to go back because I like, it came on and I was like, you know, taking notes and I was like, hold on, let me rewind. And I like double checked notes. Like, this wig needs help. Um, So it kind of, 
I don't know. It's just like a straight wig that's not combed, maybe. Or a straight is in texture like it's not like a curly wig or a wavy wig it's not even like a freshly like like a straight so texture like a, wig so that's like a, curled so no like peruvian bundle or like a like a no wavy or it looks like maybe it could have tried to have been a wet and wavy that she like maybe flat ironed i'm not really sure it needs a lot of direction i don't know if anybody else caught it because it was very brief and you didn't see it again the whole episode but okay. I'm thinking like later on there'll be more more of those. But it's real bad. This wig. Somebody should have helped her. And then <laughs> Well, honestly, and you know what, let's just you know, at, at some point we have to like Paige is obviously a woman in distress. <laughs> and I, I think it's unfair of us to be this. That part sounds of like her. an excuse. Um she's clearly like it, it's not all there. So like I just think we need to just keep that in mind. Talk about it's, her scenes. It's um, not all there, but there's also like the part of the wig that just is not working for me. It's it's a lot. I'm gonna. Tr- well, I was trying to find you like a clip. They, Reddit probably has it already because they have well, everything. I, I'm, I, you know, it, it it's par for the course because all of her. Actually, you know what? I'm just gonna stop. Let me just stop right there because you know what? If okay. you don't have anything nice to say, nice to then, say, it's not I, over here. Exactly. <laughs> Let me just get back to this. So, um, you know, Paige is sitting there basically just like, I don't know. She's saying some truth where she says that she thinks that she fell in love with the idea of marriage and not technically who she's married to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's just trying to figure out why she continues to try. I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out why she continues to try as well. Um, yeah. So... So that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, our next scene is Haley and Jacob. This was so weird, you guys. And again, like the vibes with them are, are just super awkward again. We're at day 30 now. Yes. Um, very uncomfortable. They have like a tarot card reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but the woman who was doing it, like the language she was using wasn't really like tarot cardy, if that makes sense. Like mm. it, she wasn't speaking about like, okay, well this card is the house of this or like the house of that. And like, uh. usually you get like a whole spiel and like all we were hearing was like sentences. Like one of you wants to try and control the relationship. One Could that have been wants- edited though? I hope so. Because that's not how a tarot card reading goes. <laughs> so I was just like, this is yeah. weird. Um, so basically, I got from that scene is that Haley, well, I, I think both of them are trying to like control the relationship um, and have the upper hand. Jacob mm-hmm. wants more passion and intimacy, but they both need to release control and flow. Um, and apparently their like paths correlate to each other. Quite honestly, this scene, it doesn't matter, you guys, because Haley and Jacob hate each other. <laughs> so, yeah. Haley seems to be buying into it and like, oh, we're compatible. Maybe, I don't know if she's actually like going to stay because of that. But it seems like if she did stay, it would be because of this tarot card reading, not because of anything, you know, right. that Jacob is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so then next we have Virginia and Eric. Um, they having, I'm sorry, they are having a little picnic <laughs> date. Um, Virginia. Ooh, Virginia. Yes. Uh, Virginia and Eric somehow start talking about the date they had with Ryan and Clara 
And Virginia says that she's shocked that Claire is moving her things in. And I'm like, shit, so, so am I. Virginia, yeah, I'm with you. Um, Eric says, well, things must be progressing really well. And Virginia's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Virginia's me. Um, so they start talking about moving in together. And Eric hits us with the, I've done this before. Here he goes, mansplaining. Uh, but he knows what's expected, and he's just, you know, he's ready for her to start moving his, moving her things in with him. Uh, Virginia says that she doesn't want to live at his place at all, um, and that she wants them to get their own place together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we find out that that place he actually owns. I don't know why I thought <laughs> that place I think- was a rental. I think I put that in our heads of like, this seems to be like a fully furnished rental, yeah, not like it, a place. Because it looked like it. And now that I'm finding out that that's his home, I am again with Virginia. I don't want to, like, what? Yeah. And then she said it's like a condo or apartment. So, like, she would have to go downstairs to take her dog out. And I guess mm-hmm. he does that. But there's no, like, yard, which, you know, dogs and yards go together, like peanut butter and jelly. So, yeah. So, you know, she says, you know, I don't want to live there. He says, well, you're, you're going to have to for a period of time if you want to be You're going to have to, which is almost to. like, no. So then she actually has some good points where she's like, she's got three animals. <laughs> she'd feel, uh-huh. you know, it'd be a little uncomfortable. You know, she'd feel like a visitor, Rocky going up and down the stairs. I'm guessing Rocky's too old for that. Um, and she was just like, it would be her living in his place and not them living in their place together. Um, and so he says that he's worried about them living separately obviously because i mean he's clearly insecure um and he says that he tries to like do this again this mansplaining thing where he like tries to dumb it down about how it it takes time to sell a home and then i've got to do this and do that and she stops him and says first of all you don't i know how a house sells like stop (laughs) talking to me like i'm an idiot um and she says that it's fine she could just keep living at her place until the house is sold yeah um and so he says the compromise is just her coming to live with him. Yeah. And she's like, that's not a compromise. That's what you want. And he's like, no, that's what makes the most sense. Which, again, is what you want. Exactly. Um, this whole, con- they have like, I see why they avoid these conversations because it just goes nowhere. Well, because and they Especially don't agree. with her giving. They don't agree on anything. <laughs> no. And with him giving these ultimatums, I wouldn't agree with you either if you're like, well, to be with me, you have to live with me. No, I don't. <laughs> that was so great and such a reach. Like, why can't you just have your separate places and then wait for, you know, y'all to get a new home? If y'all even get a new, you know, a new house. And yeah, oh, it was just so, again, like this whole episode was just so uncomfortable. It just wasn't fun. No, um, it wasn't. So then we move into more uncomfortableness with Paige and Chris. They're doing their pool playing date. Chris is wearing this suit thing that he's worn in many um, mm-hmm. of his talking heads. And I think maybe even with the matchmaking special, yeah. he had this outfit on. So I'm not sure if he's coming from work. I did see or someone <laughs> sent me a graphic saying that Chris is the manager of a closed subway or the owner of a closed subway. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm still not sure what he does for his income and how he's paying his bills, but... And then what was Paige wearing? Do you do you recall? Oh yes, Paige had on a green crop top. This was the crop top outfit um, with like just blue jeans and a belt. And she had on I guess she has waist beads. Um, it's kind of like a boxy olive green shirt. Um, so this episode, every time she sees him, she's like, try, I guess she's trying to dress up for him in a way. 
um, with her little stomach out. And, yeah, I don't know if it's, like, what he likes. I don't know, like, where these outfits are coming from, I guess. <laughs> That's what? That's literally, like, what I put in my notes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't where, really know. Like, where is she purchasing these outfits from? I think it wouldn't be as bad if it, I think it's the jeans because these are probably the same jeans like, what is she it? had on when they met. <laughs> I think these are the same jeans she had on when they met Mercedes, and I just don't know about the fit on them. The fit, the way they fit with her body, something seems a bit off. Um, it's just not very flattering. And the same thing with like those, I think because she has the body she has, like, you know, you want to wear things that flatter your body shape. And definitely sometimes that takes investing like more money into your clothes, right? Like trying to find things that (laughs) works. You're preaching here. I mean, (laughs) everybody can wear everything, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you want to or should. You know, most of us still want to feel like we generally, like, look presentable. Yeah. Not saying that she doesn't look presentable. That was hard. No, it's just her outfit. And again, like, you guys, we're coming from, like, season 11 where we had two women who were giving us looks at every turn. Mm, yeah. So yeah. I-, I am very disappointed in the quality of the fashion um, in this season and just the effort. Uh, or lack thereof and the looks that I'm getting, you know, you're going to be on TV. So, like, I just want, I would just think that you would, you know, take that into consideration. I mean, I believe Paige is here to, for the glorification of God, you know. She's here to glorify the Lord and bring bring praise to his name, which is fine. You're right, you're right, you're right. She's not concerned about the clothing, so you're absolutely right. And because the other thing about looks is, like, we could get into Virginia. Her at that picnic date, she was... Looking like she. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, the only person who's really given us looks other than Brie is Haley. Haley, Haley, Haley yeah. She, it's she, Haley. It's... She be stepping out, and I appreciate it. That's the thing. Haley will put together an outfit. Thank yes, you, Haley. Because, she, because Haley and Brie understand that they're on a TV show. <laughs> this is your okay. shot. <laughs> this is you only get one shot. <laughs> yeah, but like Virginia on that picnic date, like she just rolled out of bed. <laughs> a lot of times she looks like you know, like it's kind of like a bedhead thing or like just yeah. a extra extra comfortable. She does better on their date for their yes, month anniversary. Yes, yes that's does. like the first time you see her like actually put together, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, girl, you've been phoning it in, phoning mm-hmm. it in, especially with them sweatpants she had on in the other episode. <laughs> You guys, like, and, and we're not being like, this isn't us being like mean girls. Like, I, I want us all to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want us to all look our look and feel our best. Yeah. And so, I mean, I just, I just want us all to look like, you know, just like basic stuff, like hygiene, hygienic. Just look like you put, you know, some time into yourself for, for the show. That's specifically you know, yeah. at Virginia. That's Paige funny. does look like she wakes up and washes her face and puts makeup on and like she tries. I well, think there's some effort so there, but I just feel like But she's in Atlanta. And so it's like uh-huh. everybody there I feel is like dressed. Yes. Like, you know, when I went to Atlanta one time, I went to the movie theater and there was a advertisement before the movie started for like a hair shop with like bundles. And I was like, this is some real ghetto shit. 
to just be advertising the hair in the movie theater. But again, it's the culture that's, that's there. That's how it is. Yeah. And it's yeah. the whole market, so I get it. Yeah. But again, like, I bet Paige probably stands out in that way that she's not, you know, materialistic in that sense. Um, but again, buying a nice pair of jeans is an investment. Yeah, and, and that's not materialistic. Like, mm-mm. you're going to be on a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, and, I'm, and I am one to talk because I literally live in Lululemon pants and a crop top I live in whatever, but I'm not on TV. Ex- so. ex- exactly. <laughs> if and I was it, on TV, I would buy. Girl. I would, like, get together with some friends and be like, okay, let's, let's what are we over. going to wear? <laughs> yeah. How are we going to maximize these outfits? Teach me how to do my makeup. I would, you know, I would put that effort forth at least. Yeah. And then, like, as for the filming days and the non-filming days, like, you can know you can wear whatever. But uh, I don't know. So, yeah, that's what Paige is wearing at the pool yeah. date. And I'm sorry, guys. We went on a whole tangent. <laughs> we did. Tired, went down a rabbit like, hole. You guys, like, we it had to be addressed. We hadn't addressed it yet. Yeah. And I think it, like, it plays an important role. Because the same thing, like, they're... Haley has gotten on Jacob so much for his clothes yes, and that's exactly. been topic of conversation, but nobody has been talking about these shirts that Chris has been wearing mm-hmm. and these jeans that he's been wearing. Really um, I'm trying to think about what Vincent wears. He's always like dressed like in work clothes. Yeah, so it kind so of... like, and it's strange. Like he's always in these like slacks and like these, <laughs> to his point, these Vincent doesn't shirts. own jeans. Um, and I, I just don't, I just don't, the fashions, you guys, you, you guys, just what is it? What is it? So this is know. not a fashion show. Let's just get that straight. This is a love That's show. True. That's so. True. That's true. But okay. Haley, who isn't doing love right now, is definitely doing fashion. We appreciate it, Haley. Thank mm-hmm. you for trying. I do. I do as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Chris, this was a very interesting conversation with Chris and Paige. It's um, always so weird with them. Chris says that he feels like the communication has not been consistent. Um, and he says that. No, I'm sorry. Paige actually says that they haven't been very consistent in communication. And Chris says that he's called her a few times to hang out and she has never answered the phone. Mm-hmm. He says that she ignored him on purpose and he feels like it shouldn't be this hard to communicate. Paige mm. says that she was with her mom and she was just like, if, there, if you needed me, why didn't you just text? Mm-hmm. Chris says he doesn't like texting and he does not think that Paige <sighs> is trying. And he doesn't think that they're doing a good job of being spouses. Chris also says that his emotional needs are not being met. Paige says that they are still strangers, uh, but because they are legally bound, she expected that he would respect her and respect the process. Chris says that he can't focus on building things because she won't answer the fucking phone. He didn't say, you know, he didn't curse. But I'm sure that's what he was thinking in his mind. This whole thing, I was like, first of all, this is a cop-out. Yeah. He wants to pick a fight because he needs a reason to have a some conflict with her. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to say, oh, she didn't answer the phone. But, like, did she call you back? Did she say, you good? Like, did she say anything? He's just saying, like, oh, you didn't answer the phone. But you also didn't text her. It sounds like he didn't leave a message and say, like, look, I'm trying to chill with you or anything like that. But then it gets really interesting because he further claims that she doesn't want, she doesn't have anything to say to him outside of, like, camera time. So he says that he's, he says that he has no connection with her, that he is 100%, like, emotionally disconnected, and that she does not want to hang out with him outside of when they're filming. And I thought that was very interesting. 
Yeah. Because I would think that if Paige is sitting here saying that, you know, she's bound to this man and they're in a covenant, I would think she would want to get to know him outside of filming. And so to hear that, that it's quite the opposite, I'm interested in learning why. I'm, mm, again, don't know if he's a truth teller, but she said this before, um, before they met with Dr. Viviana, or no, before they met with Pastor Cal, when she was like, he doesn't respond to my calls. He doesn't respond to my text. And so I'm like, you know, you weren't responding to her. Now you dying for her to respond to you. Like, yeah, that was she's not on your time, first off. So I, I just don't know. But she does film every time she's asked to film. Mm-hmm. And he does, too. But he's the same one who says, like, oh, I don't want to do calls or texts. Like, I prefer to hang out in person and get to know each other that way. Right. So I'm wondering if he's just, like, calling her last minute, like, oh, you want to do something tonight? Mm-hmm. And not really giving her, like, a heads-up notice that he wants to hang out. It's just, like, whenever he finds himself free and alone and lonely, he's hitting her up. That's true. That is true. Um, so I just then, don't buy it. So then uh, he says, you know, I have no connection with you. Um, and I think that he thinks that they're at a dead end. And so Paige starts crying. Um, and then Goodness. we end the scene. I don't know what she was crying for. She, yeah, I guess he was saying like reiterating, like, this is why I want a divorce because you're not answering the phone. You're not there meeting my emotional needs. And she's like, you ain't met my emotional needs. Where was you at? Besides like buying your baby mama a car and doing all this other shit. Like you weren't there for me. Never. She Not even when she was crying she in the didn't bathroom. Say any of that. Okay. She, you guys, she didn't say anything. She, was she did say you didn't meet my emotional needs. Oh, she, yeah, did she, did that. That. she did say that. She did. But right. I'm, I'm, you know, what's the word? Adding on a little bit. <sighs> but yeah, who do we go to next? So we're moving into the monthly, the month uh, anniversary dates. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brie and Vincent, I don't have much notes on them because I honestly, I don't think we really saw them this episode. Um, but their date is on like this little, like this little cute boat or I don't know. Yeah. He's driving. Um, she doesn't know like where they're going. He blind asked her to close her eyes maybe. And <laughs> they're at this dock with the boat. They watch their wedding video. They're all cheesy and happy. And, um, you can see, I guess from the wedding video, to me, it looks like Vincent has gained weight. I know he mentioned he did, but he does look a little little more rounded out oh, than, than he did. Well, yeah, I mean, it's only been a month, but he... <laughs> looks like we're just struggling. It's only been a month, but like in that video, or at least him at the altar, he does look like a lot slimmer and just, um, not a lot slimmer, but like he looks a little bit slimmer. It could also be what he's wearing, of course, because now he's saying like his shirts are too tight. Thanks, DJ. Yeah. I don't know. So they do that. Then they go to the top of the boat. I don't think there's much conversation, really. No, just her doing the baby talk. (laughs) <laughs> I think she's just excited. Um, they go to the top deck and there's like a little dinner set up for them. The food looks real good. Mm-hmm. Um, he opens a bottle of champagne, which trigger warning, Ooh, you know. Man, I was, I was holding my breath. I was like, Lord, will this be 
another melee, uh, but he yeah. was successful. So every you know, crisis averted. That's what happens when you don't run up the steps with the champagne in your backpack. I'm telling you, just let it chill, let it settle, and you can, you too can have a good night. Um, so she says there hasn't really been any terrible moments, which I was like, wow, that's revealing. You don't think anything has been <laughs> terrible? All right. Like, I guess you guys, if y'all like it, I love it. <laughs> he again talks about family and like everything I'm doing is for you and Cookie. And they're, they're also another pair that does like these really goofy ass smiles at each other. And just mm-hmm. like heart eyes, goo goo gaga. It's a lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot (laughs) there's just like no median couple here there's like either we hate each other or like we're (laughs) sick in love (laughs) and honestly i think that's how i feel about how i feel about the couples like there's no Mm. couples that i'm like really like rooting for like i'm just like oh this is cute thank you i don't know this this season is, is off the vibes are off yeah for sure um so then we enter into Haley and Jacob. Um, they're at a. They, they call it barrel tasting. I thought it was just. I think they're at a winery, but they go barrel tasting. Is what I'm. I think I was watching. What is barrel tasting? Is this specifically like barrel aged wine? I guess so, because I mean, because the woman made it a point to say that, so I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, I. So they do that. At, they, at some point, they, they're eating dinner. It was just tough. This was tough to recap. Um, so Jake yeah. is saying that he's okay with them being friends instead of arguing all the time. Um, and he says that he's not pressing her anymore. Um, and maybe she'll miss his idiotic charms over time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they start looking at the photos and the video from their marriage. Jake says he looks like an idiot and he's not photogenic. God, that was, was just so tough. <laughs> I know. I didn't like that. I don't like when people start bashing themselves because right. it's uncomfortable. Like, you're just like, 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 look at this idiot. I was like, whoa. It's like, are you fishing for compliment? Like, she's not going to be like, oh, I think you look great. Like, of course he wishes she would, but she's not going to say that. Yeah. I was just like, that's really tough, Jake. Um, he also says that he looks back when he kissed her at the altar and he notices that she kind of pulled back. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that now he's kind of rethinking that whole exchange and wondering if, you know, she really didn't want to kiss him and she was probably super uncomfortable. Um, so then we get into a really uncomfortable conversation where Jake says that he thinks, man, thinks Haley here looks, we go with him in these conversations. He thinks Haley looks past him. Um, and she looks completely taken aback and she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, he doesn't think that she wants a connection with him. He doesn't think that she's sharing why she isn't really attracted. And he also said he just doesn't think that she likes him. And she's, like, really upset. Um, And I guess just because, like, he's just saying a whole bunch of stuff. And, like, uh, he's doing that thing where he just makes up these things in his head and just says them. And I'm not saying that he's making up the whole thing about attraction or connection. But I feel like it's a stretch for him to say that she doesn't want a connection with him. Yeah, I mean, again, he starts spiraling, and once his train is on the tracks, it's like, you know, girl. I think it's it's always overwhelming for her, because he's not going to listen to reason. He's just not. um, Yeah, once he's got, once it's in his head, then that's it. Yeah, that's kind of hard, though, because it doesn't really give her any space to be like, 
to rationalize with him. It's just kind of like, okay, well, I guess that's that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, which she does pull away from the kids, but it's like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, I found it. Just. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. So while this has been going on, I found that picture of Paige in the ITM and I sent it to Damon so she could see what I was talking about. No. And she just got it. Describe it. You tell me what it looks like. I don't know what to say. Okay, guys, I'm looking at a picture of Paige. Um, she's in this, like, so it's a wig. Um, I think it's, like, a lace front. Um, I don't even know if it's, like... I'm not the um, wig wearer, but it's like a middle part, just like your typical, like just straight uh, Brazilian, Brazilian straight. Um, but it's like it's not combed. <laughs> <laughs> she just looks disheveled. Um, man, I don't really know. I'm sorry, you guys. Let's just keep it moving. I, I don't know what it's real see. bad. However, if anyone wants to go look for it, um, it is right around the 22 minute mark of the episode when they're at the when it's the three girls talk is very brief it's right before the commercial break um and then what is she but, what shirt is that it's like a, <laughs> you know a, this is like a little cami with like a fluted or ruffled top i guess i don't know it's a it's a very different look for her and that's why i caught my attention because you know she's been on these faux locks and at the wedding she had a different hairstyle this hair or this wig that she has i don't know where it came from but it, to me it looks like somebody plucked out too much of the part <laughs> it's I just not good you guys it's we could, not maybe we'll put a, a link to it in the in the, the bio or we something. need to let this well we'll put yeah. it on our instagram we need a twitter account <laughs> we'll put it on our instagram you guys um i'm so sorry so um so yeah so getting back to Haley and jacob um Haley actually starts crying in her talking head um, I think she's reaching her breaking point and she's just like, it's very frustrating for her. She said there is no romantic connection between the two of them. Um, and then Jake further says that they hugged one morning and she did a disgusted sigh. And she said that it always comes back to like a physical touch or a physical moment. Um, mm-hmm. So then he says that in four weeks, you, wanna, you won't ever have to see me again. Um, yeah, it just goes down south because like they had a nice dinner this is for their their wedding and i guess they didn't watch the video but they like were looking at their wedding photos and usually you know that's a a good thing um no it's just just all bad all bad this whole conversation it's sad oh and at this barrel taste we get into Haley's outfit but she's giving me um american horror story coven or what was that beyonce photo that was like middle fingers up oh that yeah, one. yeah 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 it looks a lot like that kind of vibe which is nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and jacob is wearing a nice shirt mm-hmm. yes they both look very presentable mm-hmm. i um, think she picked out his outfit but i mean they would have i don't know I, I just wonder what it is in their house like in their apartment like what what are the vibes because it just feels so dark I get like I watch TV in this room, you watch TV in that room, and then like I'll ask you if you need a snack. My mind. Hmm. Okay, we go to Virginia and Eric. They're at a hangar. Mm-hmm. They get their little wedding basket and they read their vows again. Virginia has on makeup. She's wearing lipstick. Her hair is curled. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 very different than what we've seen her in before. 
um, or some of her more comfortable outfits. And Eric takes her on a flight because, as you know, he's a pilot. Mm-hmm. They go on a little small plane for a little, I don't know, tour, short yeah. flight, whatever. It was, it was very cute. Yes, it was cute. They seemed to be enjoying themselves. Um, I thought that was really, this is probably like the most impressed I've been with Eric the whole show. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's so cool. I want to go like on a plane with just one other person and like let them fly me around. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the most impressed I've been with him the whole time. She asked him to do like a little zero gravity trick and he does it. Aww. So it's cute. They're also um, wearing matching shirts. I just don't know what they say. Oh, I didn't Did even you notice that? that? They're wearing these matching shirts, and I don't know if they were in like their gift baskets from like you know the beginning where they have like the mm, Mr. and Mrs. things. They're these olive green like t-shirts, but I just don't. Know. I couldn't catch what they thought, what they said, but they were the same shirt. So I guess that's cute to wear on your month anniversary. Same, mm-hmm. same shirt. And then from there we go back to Claire and Ryan. For their month anniversary day. At this point, this show is just dragging on. I see. Yes. <laughs> I was like, you guys, just end it. My goodness. Yeah. It's just so choppy that it's it gets a little bit annoying at this part. Yeah, the editing um, was really weird. I'll say that. Yeah. Editing is weird. All these interactions between these people are awkward. And it's like, I guess we have to have scenes for these people. So that's why we keep having scenes of them. Mm-hmm. But they also um, are, they're going on a, an air craft ride except for they're riding in a helicopter they have you know a pilot to guide them Mm -hmm. um so it looks like they show up at the building and then like they're in the waiting room i guess like yeah talking and it's so weird it's very forced i can't remember like what's going on it's kind of like are you happy or i'm happy i don't know (laughs) oh and and ryan asked um i think claire asked like what's your highlight of being married so far or something like that. And oh Ryan again gives us this very like general statement Generic. where he says, uh, having her there to share the day with every day. And I'm like, that's not even anything specific to her. That's just having another body in the house, having a dog, you so know, I'm just like, like, I don't, I don't understand what his deal is. Um, Clara says she's still concerned about no sex, no intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some sort of exchange where he says, thanks pal. Um, and then she looks at him and he's like, oh no, sorry. Thanks wife. Um, and she, yeah, cause like she's, she's like, it's the, she looks down and like, again, shrinks and is like, it's, it's like the pal part and he corrects himself, mm-hmm. but it's like, dude, like what the fuck? <laughs> I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> um, so then we see them in the helicopter ride and I think he was on his phone at some point and I just couldn't. There was nothing there. Like, it was just two people sitting there looking out at the sky. They're looking out their separate windows, I guess, recording the scenery and that kind of thing. It's real dry. (sighs) And then we go to Evermore Dry Paige. Who's so (laughs) low. She has the basket, and she's looking at the pictures by herself and watching the wedding video. And she's not wearing her ring. I didn't realize, but at the wedding, Pastor Dwight married them. Yes, he did. And now, look Which, how far they've come. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, that's why he's being so involved with Paige, I guess. is because he was the officiant of the wedding. But Chris was making it sound like he's on my side. But if you volunteered him to marry you, then he's kind of on her side, too. I feel like the pastor should be a neutral party. But... Um, are you going to say any lines that Paige was saying as she gave us this really sad monologue? <laughs> N- 
No, I will let you do the lines, but I do want to point out when she is in her talking head, they have placed that little basket right behind her that says Chris and Paige. Just, it's just like another dagger, like another twisting of the knife. She's talking about we didn't make it, and there, there's that little basket, Chris and Paige, with like their vows and all this shit. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's annoying. Go ahead. What are her lines? Any music that you caught or just lines? Just lines. This, is, this came out of Paige's mouth. Um, she <laughs> says that this was her dream manifested. Um, to be married at first sight Mm. she is emotionally drained feels like everything happens for a reason and it's probably for the best that they didn't make it to their one month anniversary the producer asks her what her next steps are in this process and she says she's not moving forward Um, she still wants love marriage and kids and thinks those things will come in God's time and it is okay to choose yourself Mm -hmm. and that's what I got from that yeah that's basically it she's talking about her individual journey and moving on and she's really not buying into the producer's bait to discuss like a future with chris which is good about time um unfortunately we go back to claire and ryan where this is i guess after their helicopter date they go back home Mm -hmm. or back to his place um and they're having like a little backyard date on the patio deck thing that um that they were looking at at the start of the episode um it's really awkwardly silent um for quite a bit of it he's like oh what did you get and she's like i got chicken marsala yeah she got chicken marsala i don't know what he got it looked heavy yeah it was like some kind of like <laughs> soy like soy sauce Asian like maybe fusion like dish. a beef and broccoli like with a heavy sauce on it, it. Was i don't know so thick i was like my goodness ryan are you eating that <laughs> he's just kind of they they zoom in on the plates so and he's kind of like <laughs> turning it over with his fork i don't know yeah. this is like the part like like when you see like um those little cartoons of people eating dinner like they're pushing the peas around on the plate mm-hmm. <laughs> like this yeah, is how moving it around. <laughs> this is how this whole thing looks um, so she's saying like, this is what she's wanted, which I don't believe. It just looks like she's lying to me. I don't believe anything she's saying at this point. I feel like yeah. she wanted a marriage, but I don't feel like she's happy. Yeah. She says that she, she wants romance and romantic intention and she doesn't mm-hmm. want him to go through the motions, but she wants, but she also wants him to say that he loves her. But I just, I just don't understand. I don't know. I need to know what her view of love is because I just, don't. I don't even think she could articulate, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's gotta be frustrating for him because he's like, you can't even tell me like why you are in love, but you want me to be in love with you. Um, and she even says like, he's acting like he loves his wife. And I'm like, just because he's doing nice things for you and it's like taking because, care of you. Yeah, he's very like traditionally cordial. Yeah, kind of that, thing. that doesn't equate love. So I just, I'm so frustrated with them because she both, I'm actually less frustrated with him mm. and more frustrated with her. Because I'm, he's he, pretty consistent. Yeah, and he his... keeps saying like, we're working on getting there, you know, we're getting there, you know, I need to feel safe, I need to feel secure. And she's just saying, I just want you to say, I love, I love you. But she's not saying what that means. That's the thing. And going back to what we said earlier, she hasn't really identified anything she likes about him either. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like no she specifics. hasn't. <laughs> she hasn't made any 
specific statement about I enjoy spending time with Ryan. We like watching TV together. I like when mm-hmm. he rubs my feet. Nothing. Nothing. So we just have two people who are saying they're happy and this relationship is good, but like, I'm not buying it. I'm just, I'm not. It's cringy at best. Yeah. So then we go to Eric and Virginia. Um, they're sitting down eating at the little hangar. Um, she asks them to pop the champagne. Um, they actually exchange gifts. And so we see mm-hmm. them. She gets him a blanket with a photo of like her and Rocky on it. I thought that was cute. Her and Tex is his dog. Oh, it was her and Tex. Oh, that's mm-hmm. sweet. So she says, like, you can take it with you when you travel. So you have us. Oh, that was super cute. Uh, um, and he then, didn't seem to be impressed, but. No, I was just like, I guess that's not your style. Uh, but whatever. I thought it was thoughtful. But. I thought it was very thoughtful. And then his gift, he gets her like a little. Um, I don't know what you would call it because it's not a photo but he gets these like coordinates of where they got married and just put them on a poster and framed it yeah that's i think like that's a very etsy thing to like yes, have someone else design like font and mm-hmm. typography um but he's like yeah it's the coordinates of where we got married because i always talk about that place and she also seems a bit taken aback. The other gift that um, she got him was, like, love vouchers of, mm-hmm. like, breakfast in bed and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so they were the only couple that, like, I guess got gifts for each other. But I don't know if either of their gifts really went over well with the other one. Right. <laughs> um, exactly. I think Eric's gift could have been, like, more of a gift to himself of, like, oh, we can hang this up in my house. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's this black and white color scheme. Um, I don't know. But they seem to be getting along at this point. They're probably, I guess, maybe one of the more realistic couples that are fighting quite a bit, but also getting along quite a bit. Right, yeah. Um, as opposed to uh, being so extreme, as we see with our other couples. Mm-hmm. We finish up with Claire and Ryan. They are... Damn, with how they edited this whole... <laughs> like, we see three scenes of them at the same night. It's really weird. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, when we recap this, it, it, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to, like, do the whole scene together because that's not the way it's edited, but, like, it would just make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. So they're still outside. I guess they finished their food. They're watching their wedding video um, and just watching their interactions that day. Clara actually points out that it sounds like Ryan wrote his vows for someone he knew, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm being that he doesn't love anybody yeah but we talked about this in our first episode ryan's vows were very like over the top specific or like kind of like you were there for me when i fell off my bike and like like almost like a childhood girlfriend or like your neighbor down the street that you fell in love with as a kid that was the most that we've ever gotten from eric like those ryan i'm sorry ryan those that's the most like information we've ever gotten from him is from the vows because after that he's given us nothing so yeah that's very interesting yeah that's really my only note in that scene is that you know she pointed out how different his vows were and she was like you could read them today or like you could read them today and they would still be like it would still fit like generic basically Mm -hmm. um just insert anybody into there so that's kind of the big the big wrap up i guess unless you have anything else for their date (sighs) I don't. This whole episode was a snooze. Yeah. So, so hoping next, next episode. We'll be... Go ahead. 
I'm hoping next episode will be a little bit more exciting. It looks like um, Eric and Virginia have a little bit of a tiff um, where mm-hmm. they need production assistance, so that should be interesting. Yeah, it looks like Virginia reaches her limit, um, which she's had a lot of patience. Uh, <laughs> and we also see Claire and Ryan doing some tantric yoga, which is still giving me like bachelor vibes where there's one party who's completely uncomfortable and the other person who might be super into it yeah um so i guess we'll see how that goes if that benefits them and gets them any closer to like a passionate kiss and not like a routine peck um but yeah we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. glad we got through this and then where do we go now into recommendations yes Hop right into recommendations. Boop, boop, boop. Should, shall you go or shall I? Um, I'll go really quickly. Um, you go for it. So my recommendation for the week is Station 19. Um, if anyone's familiar with Grey's Anatomy, it's kind of like a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy. Um, station 19 are is the fire station and the paramedics that um, are routinely seen on Grey's Anatomy. And oh. so it's basically based on this one um, one person. Her name is Andy. She's a, a woman firefighter, um, and she's kind of like a lieutenant at the fire at the fire station. And it's kind of about her life and all of her people on her team. Um, and then they all really like intercept like into Grey's Anatomy. And one of the people on her team, Ben, is actually Miranda Bailey's husband on Grey's Anatomy. So it's actually really cool mm. if you watch Grey's Anatomy. Um, it makes sense for you to watch Station 19. Um, and so I recently got on it, and I'm kind of obsessed now. So it's super cute. Um, I'm watching it on Hulu, but I believe it comes on – actually, I don't know what dates, what times it comes on, but I'm watching it on Hulu currently. Um, so if you're interested in Grey's Anatomy and you're just getting kind of tired of this COVID that they're doing currently, um, I don't Grey's Anatomy is still in production? They're, yeah, like they have a new oh, season wow. and it's all COVID and I, I'm, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> um, wow. So I'm taking a break from COVID and I'm just watching Station 19 because I don't want to watch these, these storylines where people are getting COVID and they're dying and uh, I don't want to watch that. I can just put the news on. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so if you want a break from that, just hop on over to Station 19. Okay, sounds good. Is that a Shonda show? Yes, it is. It is. Okay. Yes, okay, and it cool, definitely cool, cool. is. It feels like it as well. Like it's very soapy, very mm. romanticy, uh, but lots of drama. Okay, sounds good. My recommendation for this week is Seeking Sister Wife. Um, mm. It is a TLC show. I love most of TLC's shows. Uh, they are currently in their third season. It just started, so I'm super excited to follow up with the families. There's a couple of new families. It's essentially uh, kind of like, I guess, these couples that we're following now. But couples that are seeking to add a sister wife in some aspects. Some are still in the like seeking out phase. Some are in the dating phase. Some are in the marrying phase. Some are already married. This season, there are two sets of black families um which is interesting one of them is new and this guy says he's the king of his castle and those two women are his queens um (laughs) there's another interesting family on there this season where um 
they have been dating someone from Brazil, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way to bring her to America is for them to get legally divorced. Otherwise, he can't apply for, you know, the K-1 visa. So that seems like it'll be very, very interesting um, to divorce your current wife just to bring somebody over here and legally marry them. Like, I, don't, I just don't know if I go for it personally. Um, but a lot, a lot of good drama um, in this show with these wives, particularly not getting along. It's actually a spinoff of the show Sister Wives, which was another TLC show where – I think sitting around this one man who had like three wives and got a fourth, but this is the seeking portion. Super, super interesting. I like it for just kind of like a trash, not complete (laughs) trash, but like a a show I don't have to put a lot of effort into watching and can still really enjoy these weird ass dynamics. Um, So yeah, that's on TLC and it also looks like it's streamable on Hulu. Uh, maybe some past episodes. I don't know if the current season's on there, but I'm watching it on TLC Go. Mm-hmm. So give that a look if you're just wanting like a lot more of these like marriagey drama shows. It's good. Perfect. Yep. Well, I guess that concludes our episode, you guys. It does. As the usual, please follow us on Instagram, not just Reality Podcast. We're gonna put this photo page on there because I think <laughs> I, I think you need to see it to believe oh, it. Oh goodness, yeah. Um, so yes, we'll put it out when we. I will. I guess it won't matter to you guys. We'll, we'll put it out when we announce the episode is yeah. released. <laughs> not that you guys are gonna know the difference, but <sighs> it's. It's a must-see. You guys will be... Like, you guys. And again, like, we're not trying to be mean by any means, but it's just, we're, we're just, you know, we're just watching a TV show just like you guys are. And we're just wondering, you know, you know, what's going on, you know, with, with everything. Yeah. What's really happening. Yeah. And so we just want to present, present you guys with information that we see. Okay. Well, don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. We live off of these views and streams. <laughs> um, I guess we're not really viewing anything, but support us. You know. Yes, As that Nini is the. As once said, "Support me, bitch." So <laughs> just support us. Do that. We really, really appreciate. It. We get super excited when we know that you guys are excited to hear us and are tuning in. Um, I'm seriously really thinking about this whole Twitter thing because I feel like. We don't get to talk to you guys. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like a bit of a disconnect for me. But we'll plan that out and let you guys know if if and when that happens. Um, in the meantime, take care of yourselves. We are so grateful that y'all are still with us. And we'll see y'all next week. Alrighty, Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.